Welcome to Mr. Davis's podcast, episode four, The Renaissance. So with science now becoming the new way of finding truth, a lot of the common people were beginning to question the authority of government and religion, and you know, rightly so. Um, but some of the people, they were now able to read for themselves the works of Socrates and Aristotle and in conjunction with the Bible. And so now they could debate and criticize what the government and the church were doing because now they understood the the foundations of those doctrines and policies and so this was a perfect segue for science to come in because it that became the norm of now finding truth because science placed authority in the individual to find truth rather than in the church and state telling you what was true and so sorry for that um so one of the first renaissance philosophers was francis bacon i know bacon sounds really good um but he he is credited with the idea of empiricism um so bacon basically believed that science should be empirical meaning science should only be things that can be experimented on and observable so it's got to be physically um, something i can do and see over time um, and so this movement of scientific empiricism matters because it allowed ideas to be tested, um, especially the ideas and policies and doctrines of both church and state. And it allowed us as humans and, and people to make correct judgments about reality by having and developing physical proofs of reality rather than idealistic beliefs from authority. And so, for example, uh, we know that we know because of science that the religious support for a geocentric universe is wrong. Um, the science that we use has allowed, you know, many false beliefs to be quickly discredited, such as geocentric universe. Um, and so, ultimately, scientific empiricism supports an Aristotelian view, so like Aristotle, um, and that worldview, because it's grounded in reality, it's monism, it's, this is the physical realm that we live in, and so ideas like so Socrates' ideas of the world of form are, are affected by science because basically forms are hypothetical, there's no physical proof that perfect ideas um, exist out in somewhere and so with that science and empiricism are not concerned with proving hypotheticals basically or you know hypotheticals that have no chance of ever being proven like the world of forms um, so you know empiricism and science at this time was quickly disproving centuries of doctrines and authorities of the church and state and so, you know, another example is just like how science can disprove a geocentric universe. You know, we 
now understand that we actually rotate and revolve around the sun. Um, and so things like that, like other beliefs held by the church and state were quickly being disproven. And so because of, of doctrines of church and state being discredited through science, people were losing their faith in the authority of the church and state and putting more of their trust in science. Uh, but this is a good thing because rather than simply believing in dogma and authority of church and state to get the truth, an empirical science allows anybody, all people, to become their own source of authority of finding truth. And so if we think about the Greeks and their concern for the individual responsibility to live a good life, um, science is right there at the, at the pinnacle of allowing you to have that authority to choose what is good for you rather than listening to, to somebody else for for that um, and so this kind of this is renaissance is a transition um, it's from the renaissance and the development of the scientific method that we enter the age of modernism and enlightenment so about 1600s and this was the time after the renaissance that people took truth into their own hands and developed it for themselves the terms by which they would choose to live their own lives how they see fit rather than being told how to live their life and so in a nutshell that is the renaissance